it. I'm just gonna talk. I'm just gonna talk. That is self-explanatory, and yet... <laughs> You're about to use your full minute on this. I can't, I can't, sorry. No, we need to move on. I love you, Jonathan Bailey. Diana the Musical. Let's go, let's start the timer. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye! Wow! Yeah, that Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Off to Broadway, the podcast where we deep dive into anything and everything musical theater from the comfort of my car. I'm Tara. I'm Stefania. And we're in person <laughs> because it's our 100th episode. Pop your confetti. Oh, pop your confetti. Ready? Are you going to pop the champagne? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to pop some champagne. We're going to pop the confetti. Wow, that actually popped. I was expecting pop. to pop. I know, I think I turned it the wrong way. No, this, the, 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 the non-corked. Look, we buy cheap, but it tastes good. Um, so, welcome to our 100th episode. Um, technically, it's actually our 101st episode, because if you remember, during the pandemic, we had a Broadway breaking news episode, but we chose not to, like, add it to the lineup. Yeah, it was a bonus episode. Um... But yeah, can you believe that we're at 100? No. <laughs> no, honestly, I cannot. Um, let's do a toast. Oh my let's god. Cheers. Wow. Cheers to 100 more episodes. <laughs> cheers to 100 more episodes. Cheers to 100 more. Cheers. That's straight sugar. That's good. <laughs> oh my god, confetti everywhere, balloons, sequins. We have to do Wait, it. Wait, I lost my balloon. Oh. I've got to get her. Um, so we were like, what should we do for our 100th episode? Also, this is our first time back in person. I know. We haven't recorded back in person since before. Since the before, the before times. times. Since we were in the car. I know. We've been out of the car, but we obviously see each other all the time. Yeah. But um, but it's been, it's been easier to record. It's been easier. Over the computer. We don't have to like travel in the middle. We live a little further away from each other now. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so it is our first time back in person. Yeah. So it is a cause for celebration. It is. A, it is, for sure. I mean, if you're watching us on YouTube, it obviously looks very extravagant. If you're listening to us on audio, just believe us that there's gold and pink We We decorate There's decor. <laughs> there's decor. Okay. What is the concept of our 100th episode? Okay. So we were like, what should we do for the 100th episode? It can't just be a regular episode. Yes. So There I was a time that it was going to be just a regular yeah, episode. We, we were like, I think we're over it. But yeah. no. 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 Um, one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to all the time is Las Culturistas. And for their 200th episode, they did the top 200 moments of culture. Yeah. So we decided to do our top 100 moments of theater of all time. Um, <laughs> we've been working up until this very moment. It's been, it's been <laughs> down to the wire. It's been down to the but wire. But we have the definitive list of the top 100 things. We do it's have definitive. the definitive list. Um, we've also given a five minute... Right. Time limit for something here? So we thought if we just did the list, freestyled it, we would never leave here. We would be here for so be a five-hour episode. So what we've decided is we've each been given five minutes yes. to talk about anything we want on the list, but a total of five minutes throughout the entire episode. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have a running timer, and if we want to talk about something, if we want to elaborate on something on the list, we have to start our timer, and we have to judiciously dole out <laughs> Our five minutes. So you have to really, it has to be worth it. I know. Some of the things are like it. very like straight to the point. There's no explanation needed. No, no, but no, then no. some of the things, welcome to our brains, the you, five minutes you is need needed. To <laughs> yeah. You need to elaborate. You need to elaborate. So we each have five minutes to dedicate to whatever we want. 
Um, and hopefully that will make it a reasonably timed episode and easy for Tara to edit. And for everyone to listen to. So, okay, should we get started? I think so. I, I guess I'll start with an honorable yeah. mention. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we have an honorable mention, obviously. Not everything can make the list. No. So, <laughs> Even though there are a hundred things on the list, not everything can not make everything it. The um, so the honorable mention is all theater men promptly leaving the stage as soon as the dance break starts. This was inspired by Anne Juliet when, <laughs> during I Can't Feel My Face Problem, Romeo just pieces out as soon as the dance yeah. starts. He's like, I'm good. I'm going to go. Um, but also in every... Musical number. Unless it's Newsies. Yeah, not at Newsies. Not at Newsies. <laughs> no. I'm thinking, like, sometimes they go and hang out at the bar. There's, like, a bar at the back of the stage, and they go, like, lean against yeah. it and, like, pretend to chat with the bartender. Yes. Well, we're not even using the five minutes, guys. No, we're let's not using go, the five minutes go, because let's go. part of the honorable mention. Honorable but mention. to continue that and Juliet talk, Stark does this in Blow because he's the DJ. Right, right. He's just, like, he's just, like... <laughs> so he's not... A yeah. elaborate dance number, he's just, like... Yeah. <laughs> Okay, now for the actual list. Are we ready? Our top 100 moments in musical theater. Okay, ringing in at number 100. Idina Menzel coming out in her red Adidas tracksuit for the final performance of Wicked because of, like, her ankle being broken, ankle injury, and she was not able to perform in the final performance, so she came out to sing, like, for good. Said hi to the audience. And left. Iconic. It is iconic. Yeah. Number 99. Fosca in Passion. Nothing else. No. Number 98. Um, first date last night from Dogfight. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Number 97. Hi, it's Nikki Blonsky from the movie Hairspray. From her Twitter. Yeah. From all of Nikki Blonsky's tweets. Um, number 96. Slime Tutorials. Do we think this needs an explanation? If no. you know, you know. No. If you know, you know. Robert Marcus knows. Yeah. <laughs> Um, number 95, Kelly O'Hara winning her Tony for The King and I after many much better performances that she'd already done. Number 94, watching the status of Marilee through Demois Anon emails. Yep. I think we've talked about this one before. Many a time. Many a time. <laughs> number 93, Michelle Williams' hand gesture in Fosse Verdon. <laughs> number 92, when the lamp in wait for me hits Reeve Carney in the head. Number 91, when the golf cart ran over the curb in Grease Live and Wendell Pierce looked shocked. Actually, I would like to use part of my five minutes for this. <laughs> so I'm going to put it on the clock. I'm going to start my five minutes. Okay. Um, now. Okay, this is extremely relatable to me because if you know me, if you've driven with me, I run over curbs all the time. <laughs> so I, feel, I felt like I was truly represented in this moment of Grease Live on television. And it is probably the moment of Grease Live that I've watched the most. Mm-hmm. 15 seconds, pause. Okay, um, moving. I won't use the time for this, but can confirm that and also have been through many a red light with Steph driving. <laughs> okay, maybe one red light with each <laughs> Okay, number 92. No, number 90. Wow. Number 90. Um, Losing my mind. The wig moment. <laughs> Silence. You don't need to use five minutes. That's that. it. Um, number 89. The Wicked movie actually looking like it's about to happen. I think I want to use my five minutes okay. for this. Okay. Um, again, we've talked about this on many episodes. We never thought that this movie was going to happen. I thought it was supposed to come out in 2020. Exactly. Here we are, November 4th, um, on date of episode record. And we're in rehearsals in London. Ariana is blonde. and For what reason? She's going to wear a wig. Yeah, I don't know. That's all I'm going to say right now. But we'll see it when we see it. Okay, number 88. Um, televising best book of a musical, thinking Tina Fey would win for Mean Girls, 
And then she didn't. No, the Vans Visit won. The Vans Visit won. And it, as it won all awards that night. Um, number 87, I Burn For You, the British musical, subsequent lawsuit, and then subsequent dropping of the lawsuit. This is very recent. Um, I'm going to use some of my photos <laughs> for that. <laughs> you know, I love that song. I love, I love those, that album. It's a great Same. album. It won the Grammy. It's amazing. Same. But truly, truly, every day I question who was advising them. Every day I think about them. Every day I think about them and about who their lawyers were who advised them to just throw caution to the wind and be like, yeah, we're going to throw performances. We're going to throw concerts of it. Like, who do you think you are? But the lawsuit was dropped. So, like... It was dropped. I, but we don't know what kind of settlement there was. It's true. Or what kind of royalties they now owe to Netflix or to Julia Quinn it's or true. to Shondaland or whoever. It's true. Anyway. Okay, we have four minutes and That was a long... Left. That was a bit too long of time for that one. Okay. Um, okay, number 86. In the 2018... Oh, I feel like this one is for you. It is for me. In <laughs> the 2018 Broadway revival of My Fair Lady, when the entire orchestra comes on stage at the top of Act 2... Okay, we have to use some of my, my seconds. Okay. <laughs> Your five minutes is going to run out. <laughs> We're only on in the 80s. <laughs> okay. Um, literally, the most beautiful thing ever. It's at the top of Act 2. There's a giant staircase... Um, Eliza Doolittle's walking down on the other side of the stage. The band who's been under the stage the entire time just like rolls out. And it's a huge, like a 30 person orchestra I felt. Yeah. And I cried when I saw them come out. <laughs> I love when the band gets recognition on stage. It yeah. was so emotional for me. Amazing highlight of that production of My Fair Lady. This might be like technically honorable mention, but like there are many band reveals that we could speak to, but this was the one that really spoke to you. I, I mean, we love a band reveal, yeah. but that band reveal was stunning they got entrance applause also i'm just noticing that confetti made it all the way over there (laughs) (laughs) um okay number 85 alan menken and howard ashman writing somewhere that's green and thinking that's a great song and then writing it again for part of your world look up of songs (laughs) listen to it that's all i'm gonna say number 84 the ratatouzical number 83 renee rap tattoos i'm gonna use my five minutes (laughs) renee rap we know. We've talked about over the course of this podcast many times. An icon, a queen. When this song was released on like TikTok and snippets, we were obsessed. Then when the song came out, we were like, wow, I think we know the entirety of the song just based off of those TikToks. Um, we also didn't want to put the Broadway breakups on this list. No, no, no. So we're not a gossip podcast. Just think about that when you're listening to this song. Um, number 82, Cinderella West End being a costly mistake. <laughs> and then Call Me Bad Cinderella. On Broadway. Wait, I need to use my this. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. I know exactly what you're going to say. No, I'm actually going to say time. I don't know what, what I'm going to say, but what I'm going to do is an impression. <laughs> <laughs> She's spray painting. I thought you were going to say, I'm not your good Cinderella. I'm, I'm your, your bad Cinderella. Cinderella. <laughs> okay. Okay. Number 81. This is a truly a moment in history. Jeremy Jordan not transferring to Broadway with Finding Neverland because he pissed off Harvey Weinstein and then was replaced by Matthew Morrison. A step down if there ever was one. A true step down and props to Jeremy. (laughs) Props to Jeremy. I think he was on the right side of that one. Um, Moving on, 80. Number 80. Colton Ryan coming to the Mervish season preview, singing Waving Through a Window, and then feeling let down that he wasn't Evan Hansen, only for Robert Marcus to be cast and become an icon to us. (laughs) And maybe to like the rest of Canada, (laughs) but mainly to us. To all, but to us. Maybe Robert will appear again on this. (laughs) Use your, I'm using my five minutes. Use your, five minutes. Use your five minutes. I'm using my five minutes to say publicly on this podcast, Robert Marcus is playing Mark Cohen in Rent in Stratford, and I feel like I manifested this on the episode. Okay, but do we think he? Do we think he knew at the I time? I think he, and knew. he was just being like, I think he knew. If you watch back the clip, 
And maybe I'll post it on our story again <laughs> yeah. when I say, I would love for you to play Mark in Rent. He like, does like a little eyebrow facial. twitch. We need to look at every facial expression. That he does made. a little eyebrow twitch and he's like, I would love to play that part. I was like, oh my God, this was the moment. This was the moment he but knew. But he couldn't, he couldn't tell us. Yeah. He couldn't tell us. Wow. Okay. I mean, I don't know how you feel about this, but I would love to see you as Mark Cohen um, in Rent. So I would love to play that part. Right. It's, it's, like, I would, lo- I would love to play that part. Um, number 79. The heart of Robin Hood, the the play and the slide and the pool. The pool. The pool. Remember the pool? <laughs> I do remember the pool. I do remember the pool. And the slide. And the slide. The slide. Oh. The set was so good. It was a giant slide and everyone slid down. We should be using our time. No, we no, didn't. no. Um, number 78. Roy Thompson Hall concerts. Can't wait to see Matt Doyle in the near future. But like Jeremy and J- Betsy singing One Second in a Million Miles. Jeremy and Betsy singing Take Me or Leave Me. That. <laughs> but also the greatest performance to ever exist. Carrie Manalaco singing The Wizard and I. Yes, I've never heard that song that good before. Obsessed. Um, the dance break in the music in the mirror. <laughs> That's it. Move on. Um, number 76, um, Antonio Cipriano running through the aisles of Jagged Little Pill, carrying his clothes while shirtless. Um, and also just the way he says, and yeah, I really do think, in ironic. Um, yeah, I really do think. <laughs> and yeah, I really do think. Number 75, speaking of Antonio, the Jimmy Awards, and specifically... The performance of the medley of five thoroughly modern medley. Like, actually, it's not a medley. Uh, I guess it's a character medley. Yeah, but... No, they all sing the same song. It's one song. And it's, it's one character. character medleys. But it's not a medley. But it's not a medley. <laughs> the five thoroughly modern medleys. Yeah. Um, number 74, Stephen Sondheim being extremely specific about the pronunciation of Bobby in the um, original cast documentary, cast album documentary. Yes. We're yeah. going to use some five minutes. Okay. <laughs> um... We were just watching a clip of that earlier, and I really just love watching that because we so rarely, I mean, now we see it all the time, but we so rarely get to see artists work. Yes. And I think that's one of those things where you can, like, see him work. work. Um, and I feel similar about, like, the Howard documentary on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah. Where, where you can, yeah. you see Howard Ashman and Alan Menken, who we like, spoke about, work, work in that cast, in that studio, um, recording that cast album, and it's... Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think five minutes was too optimistic. It was really optimistic, but I have three minutes left. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, are only on in the 70s. It's okay. But this one I know you're also going to use your time for. <laughs> Say it. Number 73. Jason Tam, Every Little Step. Okay, we're going to be really fast. <laughs> this is one of those clips where if you, every time consistently I watch it, I cry. He is such a stunning performer in it. We're every- getting a phone call. One second. Wait, wait. Hello? You can send her up. Thanks. <laughs> Shar is about to join the party. <laughs> okay, wait. Uh, my, my time was going. My time was going. Okay, okay, okay. I'm pausing it and I'm just going to talk. I'm just going to talk. Um, consistently, that gets me emotional every single time. And it gets everyone in the clip emotional as well. Yeah. And it's just acting. It is acting. And it's uh, similarly, like, bringing you... Speaking of working. Speaking of working, bringing you into the audition process, the rehearsal process. Yeah. That documentary is amazing. And also, the other iconic part of that documentary, there's many iconic parts, but specifically, Tice DiOrio being so bitter about not getting the part. Oh, yeah. So funny. Yeah. So funny. It's true. Okay. Number 72. Glee. Yes. But specifically, when the first notes of Don't Stop Believing played in the first ever episode of Glee on May 19th, 2009, the world was never the same. It really wasn't. It wasn't the same. 
Um, number 71. Leah Michelle replaces Beanie Feldstein in Funny Girl and we enter the Glee multiverse. I'm getting the door. <laughs> A few moments later. Shara, come join us! Hi. <laughs> Shara's here. Shara's Hi. here for... I don't know how many, but for a few. Um, we just announced that... Oh, are you going to do this? I want to do my popper. We're going to do our popper. Wait. To I'm celebrate. Right. And she's got champagne. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was exciting. <laughs> okay, you just right. walked in at a great moment. Great, I'm going to get my champagne. Yes, please. Um, of... Leah replaces Beanie in Funny Girl, great and we moment. enter the Glee multiverse. Okay, I'm going to use my five minutes, please. Um... The replacement of Beanie, no matter who replaced, was a tragedy because the entire way that it went down was so offensive to Beanie and yeah. it's still offensive to Beanie. It's still offensive to Beanie. The fact that they're even thinking about making a cast recording with Lee Michelle is so offensive There's to There's like a Beanie. leaked pic of them, in the, of them in the studio. Here's the thing. We all knew that Leah would be as good as she is, but it still doesn't make it right. And I'm going to stop my time there. And that's all we have to say. And that's what you missed on Glee. <laughs> Um, do you want to read the next one, number 70? No, I want to know where you guys are in your timer. How much, oh, how much time do you guys have left? Um, I have three minutes and 22 seconds. I have two minutes and 48 seconds. But that's because I left it running while the... Well, I was on the phone. Um, I mean, also, can you talk more? <laughs> wow. Sorry. Okay. Number 70. Like, can I read it? it yeah, number 70. I don't know if you'll want that Yeah, one. no. I'll okay, there. I'll read number 70. <laughs> Sorry. A Strange <laughs> Loop becoming the 10th musical to win the Pulitzer Prize for drama. Iconic. Number 69. Tevate, a handsome face attached to a rich lyric tenor, has the contrast of all the sexual charisma of a baked potato. Should we quote who it was? Yes, please quote. Um, Alexis Solosky? Solosky? In her review of Moulin Rouge on Broadway. Um, anyone want to use their timer for this one? It's too short, all. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> number 69. Um, number 68. Courtney, take your break. Um, I'll use my timer. <laughs> I really thought that one was self-explanatory. It, it is self-explanatory. I'm using my timer. Um, but I want to talk about, not even talk about, I just want to mention the um, community theater production of Courtney, <laughs> where they said, Courtney, take your break. And that's all. Our mistake, Courtney, take your break. Um, number 67 is also yours, and you're going to use your timer again. Okay. <laughs> okay, number 67. When I won HQ Trivia Broadway theme night while I was taking an accounting university class. Okay, <laughs> we're going to try to explain this really quickly. Remember when HQ was really big? Yeah. We all remember. Um, I was obsessed with HQ. I love trivia. Um, so I was taking a university course at the time. It was a night course. It was from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. But HQ was on at 9 p.m. And it was Broadway tri trivia night. But it was the night I had class. But I was like, I can't not play Broadway trivia night. So I had to play it in the back of the class with the phone on mute. And then every question, I was getting closer and closer and closer and closer. My heartbeat was raised. My heart <laughs> My heart rate was going so quickly as it was like the 12th question I had to answer. It. And I remember it was a question about Hamilton. It was like, which of these musicals does Hamilton not reference? And I obviously knew what the answer yeah, was. Yeah. So I clicked it and then I won HQ Trivia, but I couldn't even be excited because I was in like an accounting course. Um, trying to take notes, not paying attention clearly to whatever my teacher was saying, which turned out fine, I guess. But um, yeah. Um, I also have a story about Pause. HQ Trivia that I will start my timer for. Yes. Um, one time I was at a show. It was like, it's about like the war. Jerry Klein was in it, friend of the podcast, mm -hmm. and um, Corey and I went to see it, and it was HQ Trivia Mean Girls night that night, mm -hmm. so we were, like, playing. <laughs> that's bad, there. that's bad. But that's not even the, like, funniest part of this day. Someone was drinking water, oh, wait, so you swallow? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, and she spit her water all out on the woman in front of her head while Corey and I were playing HQ Mean Girls Trivia. 
was I've never heard that story before in my life. <laughs> oh my god, it was so funny. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay, let me reopen the list. We are on 66. Um, that's Troy Bolton. Number 65. Oh, I feel like this is for me. <laughs> it's for Actually, yours. this might be for Shara. Shara, number 65. The mid-show uh, standing ovation at Dreamgirls? Yeah. Wait, oh, first mid-show standing ovation. It's the first one I ever saw. I don't know if you ever saw the West End. Yeah, I mean, we also had, like, ridiculous seats for oh my that God, show. We so were good. in the show, and... Char's not on timer, because she's a guest. Sorry. I can't be. I don't talk that much. She's the problem we have. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, and I'm telling you, like, mid-show... I don't even have words. I, I didn't prepare for this. But also, like, <laughs> that was, was incredible. It was crazy. Also, yeah, the the seats in the West End, like, you can just get so much. This is a PSA the for value. West End. The value. Yeah. The ticket prices are so much better there, and you get such great seats for, for the price of the tickets. So, highly recommend. Absolutely. Go. 64. Number 64. The Proms, Macy's Thanksgiving Day, Thanksgiving Day Kiss. Also, the Tony's thanks, uh, Kiss for the Prom, and definitely not the Prom Netflix movie. No. Um, number 63. <laughs> Give us a reading. Am I wrong? <laughs> From the Cinderella 2021 movie starring Camila Cabello and Nicholas Geltatine? I think. I think that's And Billy Porter, obviously. Billy Porter, Adina Menzel. Oh my god, Adina Menzel. Who's, who's already made the list. Yeah. Um, and who else in this movie? Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Um, is Nikki Blonsky in this movie? <laughs> no. 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 It's Maddie by, by, by the, the other... The other... The girl that played her in Hairspray Live. Yes. Okay. Um... Yeah, okay, number 62, uh, Kinky Boots in Toronto, when uh, Lola said directly to Steph, ladies, gentlemen, and those who have yet to decide. Amazing. Um, <laughs> number 61. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> okay, number 61. The Drayton Entertainment production of Ghost, starring Graham Scott Fleming, who we adore. Um, Speaking of Kinky Boots. <laughs> exactly. Specifically, when... Um, Sam dies and they drop a dummy from the ceiling as his dead body. <laughs> I need to use my timer. Please, please use your timer. Um, that moment was so jarring. It wasn't even funny, but that's not why I'm using my timer. My timer is because we obviously posted on our story that we were there. Yeah. And Graham Scott Fleming having a full conversation with us on Instagram DMs during intermission being like, my voice is off tonight. <laughs> we're like, you sound amazing. Like, truly I love, iconic. I love when you can tell that they're on their Instagram, like, at intermission. This I is, was about to use my non-existent timer on that. Like, remember how we had a full conversation about oh, the dummy? The dummy was really the everything was I wanted anymore. Also, the, mag- the door. Yeah, the door. The door. Um, <laughs> this is too specific, honestly. Okay, um, number 60. Go ahead. Number 60, um, miscast in general. But to name some of our favorites, um, Jonathan Groff uh, playing Sutton Foster, doing anything goes. That is the OG. That's the OG. Um, and then also I'm impartial to Aaron and Gavin doing Take Me or Leave Me. Yes. Number 59, when Audrey 2 turns on the audience to eat them. I think you need to use your timer for I this. actually do need to use my timer to on this and this is something I've mentioned on the podcast I have a minute and 52 seconds <laughs> and so okay we saw Oklahoma the day before and we saw Little Shop of Horrors the next day and at the end they both have kind of the same energy but also completely opposite energy because at Oklahoma it's like so dark like, and you're like clapping along to the song Oklahoma but also like people are covered in blood and then at the end of um, Little Shop of Horrors everyone's like woo and the plan's about to eat you okay go on oh, wait I lost my place where were we oh we were 58 58 um, 2021 being the year of the movie musical, um, In the Heights, Dear Van Hansen, we'll get back to you, um, Cinderella, obviously, Tick Tick Boom, and West Side Story. West Side Story. 
Number 57, a freak like me needs company. Number 56, um, show people with Paul and Twerk. We love you, Paul. That's okay. all I'm going to say, though. Wait, I want to use my timer for one oh. second. Um, my favorite episode ever of show people is the Santino Fontana episode. <laughs> That's enough. Um, number 55, bad idea reprise. Should we use the timer? Use your timer, use your timer. The way that this was the most comedic moment in the show and so unexpected, and what you said as, like, Ogie's best moment. I hate Ogie, but Ogie's funny. You have to see it. That's all I'm going to say. Cats, 2019, digital fur technology, and also beautiful ghosts. What about, like, butthole edition? The butthole edition? (laughs) I forgot about that. We never got it. We never got about it, but we did get Judy Dench's wedding ring. Um, I also feel like you need to do 53. Number 53, Jonathan Bailey <laughs> paving the way for Matt Doyle before becoming a Netflix Regency star. That is self-explanatory, and yet... <laughs> You're about to use your full minute on this. I can't, I can't, sorry. No, we need to move on. I love you, Jonathan Bailey. Um, number 52, Santa Fe from Newsies. Number 51, Santa Fe from Rent. Number 50, Diana the Musical. Let's go, let's start the timer. Okay. <laughs> Take it away. This was the greatest musical of 2021. There's no competition. Um, Name something greater. I agree. And I also just want to say that I spoke to someone the other day at work about Diana the Musical, and they had no idea that it existed, and I think I convinced them to watch it. So my work is done. Should we watch it right now? Yeah. Should we watch it after we finish this? Yeah. Okay. Um, 49. 49. Milky White's Death. I specifically in this most recent revival of Into the Woods <laughs> when Kennedy Kanakawa, Kanagawa just drops Milky White on the ground. It's so funny. Uh, the entire puppet just like sprawls its whole body. Um, this one's also yours. Oh, standing number forty-eight, standing room at Come From Away when the usher handed me and my mom tissues because she knew we, were, so nice. we were sobbing. It was really nice. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. Um, sure. You want to do forty-seven? Yeah. Uh, ham for ham. Specifically, we picked two. My favorite is all female. My shot, but also one of the best ones is Three Kings of Skyler Sisters. It's pretty iconic. Ham for yeah. ham was lots of great ham for ham. It was a moment in time. Amazing. Number forty six. Um, <laughs> Claiborne Elder getting thrown up in the company box. Thrown up on. Sorry, thrown <laughs> up on in the company box, and then. Over the loudspeaker, tonight's performance is canceled. I'm gonna use my timer. Please. This reminds me of when we were at Universal Studios and we were sitting <laughs> watching Sinbad, and literally a firework went rogue, and all of a sudden, all of the actors ran off of the like water stage and over the speaker. Sinbad is canceled. And for anyone that's keeping up with Universal Studios, it never came back. It's so we really truly true. saw the final performance of Sinbad and the I don't know if it was like the Lost Raider. We, we were. It was close to the final performance, and also. Um, after they stopped the show, like, the actors were done, but they're like... I'll just let you use my time then. I will. And they're like, now we're going to show you a demonstration of all the special effects. They just set off all the explosions of the show. I I forgot about that. that. In, like, 30 seconds. And they're like, goodbye. Anyway, um, when I saw Company on Broadway, all I could think about the entire opening number was the vomit. So. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Um. Oh, wow. Number 45. Happily ever after the fireworks show at Disney World. And then um, number 44, Finding Nemo, the musical at Disney World. Specifically, Go With The Flow. Go With The Flow. (laughs) Great. That's beautiful. Thanks for that. Thank you so much. Number 43, Side by Side with Susan Blackwell. Specifically, the Falsettos version with Stephanie J. Block, Andrew Rannells, 
Um, Brandon Uranowitz. Brandon, Brandon Uranowitz. <laughs> Brandon Wait, who else was there? Anyone Uranowitz. else? Yes. Oh, Sebastian Arsalis makes an appearance to no, bring no. his cocks off. Who am I forgetting? Christian Quarrel. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's truly what we knew who's going to play the dentist in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's carving he, the turkey. He, Notice the that we're not using the time because it's still part of the explanation of yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, exactly, the... exactly, exactly. Um, and Brandon Uranowitz specifically tells the story of when, about his of when he came gay out. porn on the computer. <laughs> Obviously, we've been hacked! <laughs> um, Wow. Number 42, um, Masquerade and the Phantom of the Opera. You've put 2004. Is there a specific moment from this movie you'd like to discuss? Masquerade. No, but like, why <laughs> no. this version? No. Okay, great. Just this. Um, number 41, during Sunday in the Park with George, when George has almost finished the painting, but then he runs back to take the glasses off the young girl, and the painting is complete. Wow. That's it. Number 40, Jonathan Groff's spit. I mean, <laughs> you can see it on Disney+. Plus. You might get wet. It's a splash sound. <laughs> um, number 39, Orpheus looks back. Do you want to do 38 too? Oh, like you oh sure. That. Number 38, Oklahoma, the first fully integrated musical play whose songs advanced the plot, opened on Broadway on March 31st, 1943, and changing musical theater forever. What a truly iconic moment well, in musical theater. It history. actually was a truly <laughs> iconic. It, this is actually maybe the most serious moment on the list. Um, number 37 was also a truly iconic moment in musical yeah, yeah, theater yeah. history. And, and it's above Oklahoma. <laughs> it's, uh, it's above. It's more important. Go on. Um, in season one, sorry, in season two, season two of High School Musical, the musical the series, as we know that season, not great, but this moment worth every minute of the entire series. Yeah. Um, Ricky and Nini in the treehouse breaking up and um, Ricky saying... I don't want to hold you back. And Nini saying, can you just hold me now? That was emotion. The way that we cried on Scener. <laughs> the way we watch it all the time and cry repeatedly. Also, I'd like to announce that we have still not seen the season three finale and we will be watching it tonight. We better. Um, number 36. Oh. This is a quote from Ben Platt. The fact that I created the role and workshopped it for three years and did all of the out-of-town performances and originated on Broadway and received the accolades that I did and also not really understanding that were I not to do the movie, it probably wouldn't get made. My defensive response to go on Twitter and be like, F you guys, you don't even know it, that this wouldn't exist without me. A quote by Ben Platt. The ego that you have to have to save that. Yeah. But it's, it's warranted because of number 35. Ben Platt, share your address. Live. <laughs> number 34, The Rumble in West Side Story, every version. 1957 Broadway, 1961 movie, 1980 Broadway, 2009 Broadway, 2020 Broadway, 2021 movie. Specifically 2020 Broadway. 2020 Broadway. I mean... It's related to another moment upcoming on the list. It's very high on the list. Yeah. Okay, number 33, um, the Broadway.com vlogs. There are many moments to discuss. I'm going to start Talk my timer. timer. One minute left, Tara. Um, my favorite vlog series was the... Well, not my favorite vlog series. I've seen every single vlog series to ever exist on Broadway.com, but I loved the uh, Cinderella vlog series, specifically Herman. for Santino Fontana and his goldfish, Herman. That's it. Um, number 32, Scott Rudin. <laughs> I actually feel like we need to use, I need to use my timer for that. Um, I mean that in an extremely negative way. Um, speaking of Scott Rudin, number 31, when Beetlejuice was evicted from the Winter Truly Garden for the music Scott Rudin, Truly speaking of Scott, that man. Yeah. Wow. Um, number 30, CMTV, the Canadian Music Theatre Project from Sheridan College Music Theatre Program that is no longer because I do not believe Michael Rubinoff is still associated with the program. No. And I'm very sad because it was a really wonderful... Yeah. I'm doing it to use my timer. 
I'm really sad. I'm really sad because it was a really wonderful you way for students to get experience, workshop in new musicals, and for new musicals to have the opportunity to develop, and especially Canadian homegrown talent. Also, their Zoom series was great. Yes, Jordan. Jordan. Are you looking for love? Um, do you want to dial <laughs> Number 29. Sure, you want to give us 29? Oh, God. That's too much pressure. Okay, Steph, you can give us 29. People on the streets. Um, great. Okay, number 28. Um, Brennan Hunt. Rent live, but actually rent pre-taped. Like, also episode two <laughs> for us. That was episode two. That was so early. early. That was so long ago. Yeah. Um. Okay, you can give us number twenty six, Shara. Number twenty seven. Oh, sorry, not number twenty seven. You can give number twenty seven. Um. Number twenty seven, Eric Bergen, the personal IT person for all of Broadway. Give that man an Oscar, Tony, Emmy. What else? We need um, to ego at him, but I don't know how. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. That's it. I think he won an Emmy for producing one of those things. Oh, I don't know about that, but he's not gonna win an Oscar though. Um, number 26, Shara. That's for All you. right. 26, when the Hamilton ex- exhibition was meant to tour, but did not. Um, just pointing out how big they thought it was. They had, like, they had to, like, bus you out there from, like, Chicago. They couldn't park. I forgot yeah, the bus. Was, yeah. There was, like, these, like, massive parking lots. Did they park at, like, a football field? They had, like, football fields but then there was worth a shuttle. of parking. Yeah, they had to shuttle you from the parking lot because they thought there were going to be so Hamilton many in the cars. Bus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was great, but, but yeah, yeah, it did not tour. Sorry, guys. Also, we road trip specifically for that, but then maybe had the best theatrical experience of our lives. At six. So worth it. We'll get there. Um, number 25. Wow, this was iconic. Um, at Ellen Stardust Diner, uh, Steph and I were there after Moulin Rouge in December 2019. Um, we were the last people there. It was like midnight, and they started singing... What's that song called? Like the comp- It's not the confrontation. It's from Sweeney Todd. Whatever the like final song is from Sweeney Todd. And the two waiters... Um, like took ketchup and like squeezed it everywhere as blood, and then they, they were like, "Good night," and then the like, restaurant closed. <laughs> they don't want us to leave. Yeah. Um, number twenty-four, Spring Awakening, starring Leah Michelle and Jonathan Groff. Number twenty-three, Deaf West, Spring Awakening. Char, you can give us number twenty-two. Community Theater, Spring Awakening. Do we use our time? You for can. That? I mean, you don't have time, so go That's for it. True, actually. <laughs> um, just the incredible experience of sitting next to Venla's. Uncle, uncle, I think. Cousin? I think uncle. Definitely family member. Um, who was not prepped for <laughs> the scenes in Spring Awakening and having a full meltdown at um, the first, I guess there's, isn't one of the ones sexy? But when her breasts like major. fully, the one her breasts like fully opening and he'd be like, oh my god, oh my god, I don't want to see yeah, that. Yeah, like audibly. Oh like audibly, like right behind, like having a full meltdown right beside us. Also... I'm going to use my timer. I only have, like, 45 seconds left. I don't know how I have less time than you. Um, But I just want to say maybe we shouldn't do community theater performances of Spring Awakening. Or if we do, maybe we shouldn't have sex on stage. It's a, it's a, it's questionable. Or prepare your family members if you're going to be naked on stage. I feel like that's a courtesy. It was very involved. (laughs) I was shocked. Okay, number 21. Um, Number 21, the Laura Osnes controversy which we've actually found out much more information on <laughs> since it first came out. And maybe she wasn't completely in the wrong, even though she should definitely be vaccinated. Yes. <laughs> and also, Tony Asbag is still a saint, no matter if yeah. the story was true or not. <laughs> exactly. And the fact that it was so believable that he would have done that yeah. speaks to him. <laughs> Number 20. Not this. Number 19. Oh, well, this is really our controversial era of the list. <laughs> Number 19, a quote from 
Chad Kimball, respectfully, I will never allow a governor or anyone to stop me from singing, let alone sing in worship to my God. Folks, absolute power corrupts absolutely. This is not about safety. It's about power. I will respectfully disobey these unlawful orders. As a Christian, I serve the common good by rolling on my own sleeves and relying not on the government to do the service for me. Um, specifically about being told not to sing in church slash spit in church yeah. during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, he was then kicked out of Come From Away and we've never Just seen him since. Yeah, who knows where he is. <laughs> He's probably in the circus show with Laura Osmond. <laughs> Actually, Laura just came out with like a country album. She did. She did come out with a country album. She lives in Nashville now, if anyone's interested. I'm happy for her. Um, number 18. Who do you think you are? Patti LuPone. Now, there are many moments of this, <laughs> but like, I'll use my timer. The most recent one of, was it the woman who was wearing a mask? Yes, but we're, we have to get to number 17. Oh, sorry. Number 17. Chris Harper pays my salary. <laughs> who do you think you are? Oh yeah, that okay. This the story. It's all one. It's all one. It is all one, but they are two separate moments because you can also buy a shirt currently from Today Takes that says Chris Harper pays my salary, and I almost bought it for Steph's birthday. <laughs> um, but this was uh, wow. I only have twenty seconds left, um, and I'm wasting it right use now. Use it. Use it. Um, Make it count. A woman was wearing a mask, and then she nose. said, "Below her nose." Patty asked her to put it up, and she's like, "You can't tell me what to do. I pay your salary." And then she said, "Chris Harper pays my salary." And then he said at uh, the Tony Awards, he's like, I'm very happy to pay sell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah when, won, when the company won, like, best revival. Yeah, yeah and all the yeah. producers were on stage. Um, ooh, I lost my place. Number 16, Adele Dazeem. Now, is this a moment in musical theater history? Yes, because it's Idina Menzel, but yes, this did happen at the Oscars. It's, I think, a moment in of history. history. Of history. Yeah. It's true. Um, Important. Unrivaled. Um, <laughs> number 15, Summer, Donna Summer Musical. Um, so many things we could discuss, um, but I want to talk about the Cars. Well, not even talk about, just mention the Cars. The like applause track that can only oh be heard God. from the last few rows of orchestra, but yeah. we heard it vividly. Yeah, and also the projections of just like a f- picture of lipstick on the screen <laughs> while she was apologizing to the gay community. Yes, well, she truly. Well, Donna Summer was dead at this point, so sorry, her, not her. Well, the actress, <laughs> yeah, was apologizing on Donna's behalf to the to the gay, gay community. community. Yeah, and also the fact that we were five songs in, and I'm like, well, we must be almost done. (laughs) (laughs) I'd also like to announce that currently in the back of my car, windshield, the summer playbill just lives there. I'm never taking it out. No, it it must be there. Um, Number 14, Shara. Okay, number 14, Bend It Like Beckham the Musical. (laughs) Like the one we saw in Toronto? Yes, Bend We haven't. You didn't want to. I have one minute and eight seconds left. I didn't want to. I specifically remember one minute and eight seconds. I'm gonna use my entire time. I specifically remember it was our year interview for 2019, and I was like, "Let's talk about Bennett Beckham." And I was like, "No, I we remember can't. this. Why?" You're like, "No," because because it was so bad. <laughs> and here we are, three years later, and I'm ready to try. We, we have distance now. It was literally one of the worst things I've ever seen. In I literally I told this to someone the other day. I was like, "You want to hear the worst show I've ever seen? <laughs> Bennett like Beckham the musical." It was so bad, and also predatory so predatory yeah in the movie story no but in the movie it doesn't feel predatory maybe just because they all like feel a little bit older Kieran Knightley wasn't old but they feel older but it did feel it felt so predatory the coach yeah 
I was like, get away from this man. He you know who is... was in the audience? Vikram Vidge. Remember that? Well, yes. We're, we were there on media night. <laughs> yeah. And also... Um, Maybe that's Gar- also why I don't Garinder, talk about it. Gurinder Chada, the director of the movie, was there and she introduced it. Yeah. Because it had played in the West End previously, starring Jamie Campbell Bauer. And I feel so like... I, I did... really appreciate that you're, like, draining your time. I'm draining well, my time. This is important. Well, we decided um, off the mic that the top ten we have no timer for. Okay. okay. I have nine seconds left and I'll use it judiciously. <laughs> okay. Um, Wait. To finish that sentence, I'm apparently in the West End, it wasn't as, like, everyone loved it there. Well, they have weird taste in the UK. And also, it wasn't like, what was the product, like, what was the company? Do you remember? I don't. We saw it at, like, I don't the know Sony was... Center's, like, one of their, like, smaller one of their theaters. Smaller, it was a very small theater. Or Meridian There was Hall, one memorable were. song. Yeah, the action finale. And that was it. Costume's beautiful. Yes. I, yeah, I wish there was more Bollywood influence. Like, there was some, but not enough. No, not enough. Okay. Keep it going. Number 13. Um, Number 13, Six in Chicago. <laughs> I mean, that began the love affair of Six. Also, never will forget that I sat beside John Cariani. Yep. Who he was obsessed with move, Gadget. So yes, it's with friend. Yeah, and I moved. I also Googled him while sitting yeah, beside him so like, I could confirm it was his face. Who was that man? Um, Remember when we saw um, A Boy Falls from the Sky, the Jake Epstein show, and we needed to ask the people to move so that we could oh, yeah. sit next to each other, and then no one showed up next to us, and we didn't have to ask them to move at all? I feel like that could have been on our list. That could have been on our list. <laughs> Not that specific moment, but like Boy Falls from the Sky, yeah, Jake Epstein. really wonderful. Really wonderful um, also, just to say on six, um, all of the original queens are leaving in December because Andrea Mackison is starring with Robert Marcus in Rent. <laughs> it's all coming back around. The way that I sat outside, you guys, the way that I sat outside reading Game of Thrones when you guys were This was sick. your choice. Look, there was two tickets. I didn't know what I was missing. It's fine. <laughs> now I know. Um, number 12, Ghost Quartet Hero. Uh, specifically Toronto version where it's like the harmony, the two-part harmony. Should we expose what we have? Yeah, expose it. Um, this is, everything's coming out here because we're going to expose something else we have here in <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Um, this might be illegal, but like we paid for the tickets, yeah, so yeah. we saw Ghost Quartet. Also, as you know, I have seven seconds left. My timer is done. Um, we saw Ghost Quartet in Toronto. What year was that? Twenty nineteen. Probably twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, at Crows, it was great. And then the following year was it like Halloween time. Yeah. They put um a filmed version on that Steph and I watched. Um, we bought tickets for it, and I screen recorded hero because truly the one that's on the cast recording is not as good no Toronto was the best Haley Gillis Ugh. I don't remember the other girl's name Ugh. but Haley Gillis Haley Gillis um Tara read number 11 um no I don't want to read number 11 <laughs> Tara read number I'll 11 read number <laughs> um major thing in our history is Tara coming up <laughs> no, with no, the, in world history in world history I apologize is Tara coming up with the idea to start this podcast I'm gonna use my remaining nine <laughs> seconds for this wow I hope you only use the nine <laughs> um Doing this podcast has been <laughs> one of the joys of, well, of the past, like, four years, let's say. And it has been joy. <laughs> the timer's going off, but my phone's on silent. Um, and it has been such a joy to get to spend so much time, so much with tarot, really. <laughs> so much with me. But with all three of us and to, it has been so much fun. What most people don't know is that when Steph and I record, we're not just, like, hopping on here and recording for an hour and leaving. We are doing our makeup together. We are recording for like two hours and I'm cutting down to like one hour. And then we're like staying on to talk about everything else that's happening in the theater world for like or an additional lives. two hours. <laughs> Watch so TV it's like together. A five to six hour 
experience um, every time we record. So, which is why I can't attend every <laughs> recording. Shar would come and just be like, "I'm leaving." <laughs> yeah, I don't have a six-hour commitment. Okay, <laughs> let's. We're moving our computers everywhere. The makeup starts in the bathroom. I end yeah. up in the corner. Yeah, like, exactly. That's what happens. Okay, wait. Let's top off the champagne for the top ten. It's important. Wow, we to, made it. I was going to say, this is like the shortest let's episode go. ever, except that we haven't even. We're about to hit the top ten. Well, now you don't have timers, so. Yeah, now we get to really. Sorry go to off. everybody. <laughs> So okay, here we go. <laughs> Number 10. Speaking of illegally ripped audio, um, did we tell him this? We no, we definitely did not tell him this. I thought about it. I thought about telling Robert Marcus this. Um, as you all know, we, we love Robert Marcus. We loved it. Yeah. Um, honestly, one of the highlights of this year, I mean, like for me, but I think like for the podcast Absolutely. was like getting to speak with Robert Marcus. Um, he was so wonderful. Yeah. And beyond expectations. We had like a great like on air interview with him, but then he stayed to talk to us for an hour after about the industry. And he is a third theater nerd, just like mm-hmm. us, um, which that was amazing. But we've talked about this on this podcast many times, the Up Close and Musical series that Stratford released during the pandemic and Robert Marcus's concert specifically. And... Um, the joke. Yeah, him singing the joke. By Brandy Carlisle. Um, I have it ripped. Steph has it on her phone. I have it on my phone, on my computer. I listen to it like almost daily. It's gorgeous. So good. That was number 10. Number 10. Number 9. Everybody, the hunts of Working hard to get my Um, Wesley Taylor, we miss you. Where are you at? Wesley Taylor, we do miss Come you. Come back to Instagram. Start releasing more videos of yourself as a child. Yeah. Um, New Year's 2019, um, we were all at Steph's house, and then, Shar, you didn't stay over because I feel like you were working or something. No, nope, I was jet lagged. Oh, yeah, you, you just came back. Yeah, you were jet lagged. Um, I slept over at Steph's, and between, like, 3.30 and 4.30, yeah, yeah. We all we did was watch... Wesley like, Taylor like videos on YouTube. show, like weekly show video and where he's eating the salad. <laughs> <laughs> we also watched R.I.P. Broadway First Dates. Broadway First Dates. Isaac. Um, but we watched the uh, Rock of Ages Tony performance like maybe 10 times. And specifically, Everybody Wants a Thrill. Everybody Wants a Thrill. Which he doesn't sing in the show. No. He was serving in that uh, Tony performance. Have you ever seen, I think it was like when he was doing Alice by Heart. And he would just, uh, what was her, what's her name? Natalie. What? No, not no. Alice. I know who you're talking about. Wow. Miss her. Where has Where she been? She? Where is she? Um, anyway, he was like upside down rehearsing Alice by Heart and she's like, do it. And he's like, everybody. <laughs> oh, I never saw that. That's amazing. I've never seen that. He's like upside down in a pole. Oh, that's so good. Um, okay. Number eight. This has been mentioned many times. I feel like in the last year. Yeah. Um, Julia Murney singing Nobody's Side. Never take a stranger's advice. Never let, Never let a friend free you twice. Yeah. <laughs> nobody's on nobody's side. Um, specifically the rehearsal video. Someone told me the other day that chess should be revived, and I had to like do a double take because I was like, you know what chess is? Yeah. I've never seen chess. I saw it. I just know nobody's side. Nobody from And nobody obviously one night in Bangkok. Um, yeah, that video's iconic. She's in like jeans and a tank top and her lanyard and just killing it. Amazing. She's a star. 
And remember when we saw her also at that concert with Carrie Manalakos and she sang Defying Gravity? Yes. She was great. Um, number seven. Wow. Backstage romance at Moulin Rouge in Boston during that out-of-town tryout. We'll never be the same. We are never. We, we, <laughs> no. We'll never be the same. We, we aren't the same. No, no. It was shocking. It was Many shocking. things from the Boston tryout of Moulin Rouge, specifically like Shake It Off. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about the other day, which I think I cut out of the episode, but like the Satines during Chandelier. Yes. Everyone, all the ensemble girls that like, came out dressed as her as the Green Fairy. Um, Aaron and Karen coming down from the ceiling for curtain call. Yes. That does not happen no. anymore. I think it was like too fast for them to get around. And then that stage door experience was wild. That was the craziest stage door I've ever been to. Yeah. A lot of people had seen Aaron and company. Yes. Like two years yeah, before or yeah, something we were like talking, that. I think at like Barrington stage. We were yeah. talking to someone at the stage door who'd seen him in company. It was truly like the best out of town well, actually, six was like pretty high six on the out of town too. We've seen we've been really lucky to see some like amazing out of town to Broadway tryouts, which our our show I, will be on like, the list we, in a minute. I was gonna say, have we seen a bad one? But you saw Ain't Too Bad. I saw Ain't Too Bad. Well, Aladdin was not good. You're right. Aladdin was kind of bad. Um, so yeah, but it's doing well now. And they have a show globe now in oh, Times really? Square. Yeah. Do they really? Oh, cute. Um, number six. Speaking of iconic. Um, Isaac Powell's knee injury on stage during the rumble in West Side Story. The night we were there. (laughs) I think about this moment all the time because had we been there 24 hours before or 24 hours after, we would have not seen the glorious performance of Isaac Powell. And spoiler, his Maria is on YouTube. The extremely short-lived performance of Isaac (laughs) Powell as Tony. Um, Tragic. Yes, I do think about it all the time because... Just trying to, like, place exactly what happened. It was the rain. It was the rain. It was very slippery. It was very slippery. And also not realizing he got injured, thinking it was a character choice for yeah. a while. Yeah. Thinking he's, Tony like, oh, yeah. he's limping because he was in a fight. <laughs> it makes sense. And then when he has to be helped off stage after curtain call. Do you think it was, like, a knee-on-knee with another, like, cast member? I think it was maybe just, like, a twisted moment. Yeah. We're not... Like, or just, like, we also, he fell and it just went the wrong way we knew at the curtain call for sure because like shereen pimentel was like holding him yeah. up and then he also never left the stage door yes so we knew that something was going on do you remember on. like a week later what, what's his name ben cook mm. like dislocating his shoulder or something and then was not and then asked like back never being asked back yeah wow what's eva von hope working on right now what is eva von hope working on right now we know isaac's busy doing um american horror story i think that's finished filming it point. is but like we miss you on broadway we do miss you on broadway um, number five, when Stephanie J. Block eats the banana in I'm Breaking Down, she just shoves that chunk of banana into her, the side <laughs> of her mouth and then she just keeps singing. The only thing that's breaking up is my family but me, I'm breaking down. Um, an honorable mention subtitle to that one is when she justifies the beans. Yes. I just want to say, when I saw it, um, I was sitting next to my brother, Corey, and as soon as that moment happened, he was like, there was a little wicked in that. I was like, yes, yes, there was. <laughs> she justified the beans. She just said, no one else justifies the beans like Stephanie justifies the beans. No. Sarah justified the beans in a very soft way. Yeah, it was really, like, sweet. But no one justifies like Stephanie. No, 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 no. If the is right, it justifies the beans. Um... Number four, Brett Michaels almost being decapitated during the 2009 Tony Awards opening number. I can't believe that this is this high on the list. 
What's more iconic than this? <laughs> like we talk about it all the time. I mean, What's there's more three other more iconic. No, 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 but that's it. Nothing is more iconic than this. I, I, it's so memorable. It's so, <laughs> it's so memorable. We even did a full episode on the 20, 2009 Tony Awards. Okay, no, we just talk about this. Um, it's so memorable. It's vivid in my mind. He did not go to the dress rehearsal, so he was too busy. Like, was Poison there with him, or was it just him? No, Poison was there. Poison oh. was there. And then, um, I mean, truly a flashback. But were you watching Celebrity Apprentice at the time? No. Okay, I was watching Celebrity Apprentice at the time, and so he filmed Celebrity Apprentice. Then went to then between filming it and the finale, which was like a live finale, is when this Tony Award situation happened. So he showed up, and he shows up to the live finale where he was in the finals. And he's like, I've had a brain injury. <laughs> but anyway, That's not funny. He ends up winning the Celebrity Apprentice out of, I think, pity. Oh, no. By Donald Trump. <laughs> who else was on that season? I don't remember who came in I really, second. really watched the, like, Kevin Jonas season when he, like... He went home pretty early. Did, like, pie face in New York. He went home pretty early. Yeah, Kevin I know. Um, honestly, Celebrity Apprentice was... Is terrible, but also was great. And every reality TV show is terrible. It's great. Yes, I, this one is specifically terrible for extremely obvious reasons. Well, um, yeah, but also amazing, amazing, amazing moments. <laughs> okay, number three. Number three. Is that by me? Um, the first Toronto preview of Angelia. Also, the energy of media night. Um, we've obviously talked about this <laughs> many times. Um, and I recently said to you, Steph, and I wholeheartedly stand by this like Angelina on Broadway is my show so like anything that happens to it it affects me personally anytime someone doesn't like it I'm like, I'm like how dare you it feels, it feels I'm like insulting me every time that there's a rave review I'm like that's my cast <laughs> those are my people yeah those are my um, friends <laughs> Yes, since um since the last time we talked about Angelia, the um new cast recording came out. It's amazing. The string um, section. The string Domino. section. Domino. Um, I just remember like there were certain moments of that Toronto show, like vocal moments that I remember vividly, and I couldn't wait to hear them again. One being like Betsy Wolf in Blow, um, Philippe Arroyo in Confident. Also, that riff in As Long As You Love Me when he says the word blind. It's a dirty riff. It's so good. <laughs> People say I'm crazy and that I am blind. Um, and yeah, I just feel like any success, any time, like you said that someone doesn't like it, it like personally affects me. So, yeah. <laughs> Number two, Tara. Number two. Wow. We need to, I need to put the drink down so you can do the hand gestures. <laughs> Cynthia Erivo singing I'm Here, edited with Oprah. <laughs> when Oprah grabs Stedman's hands, we all grab Stedman's hands. It's true. Um, also, <laughs> we didn't realize that this video, I think we did say this on an episode of the podcast, but this video was um, edited by one of our favorite people on Twitter, Ryan Bloomquist. Where's he at on Twitter? I haven't seen him recently. Um, Tim posted about him recently because he works for Broadway Up Close. Oh, really? Because um, he was... Something about his Halloween costume, but now I can't remember what the Halloween costume was. Anyway, that video, iconic. Um, every time during the early the days of the pandemic when Steph and I would have our senior parties to watch Love, Victor and High School Musical, we would always end the night by watching I'm Here. Um, I can't believe I forgot about this moment and that it wasn't I'd on the list, list. Like, I'd immediately. I'd put it on the list. Um, also, like, the vocal performance of her life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. <laughs> but it's... It's so It's not serious? even the moment, though. It's not even... Like, Oprah wasn't even there for no, this. No, 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 no. no. This so is like Cynthia Revo singing on, like, She's on, Letterman? like, Stephen Colbert. Yeah, one... Yeah. She's on Colbert. And Oprah saw... Jennifer was at... 
so it was when Oprah was at the Kennedy, was honored at the Kennedy Center. Yes. And Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson, Hudson sang I'm Here. Yeah. So she was reacting to Jennifer Hudson singing it. But they edited together Cynthia Rebo's performance of it with Oprah's I also feel like action. it has like 2 million views on YouTube. 2 million of those, sorry, 1 million of those are ours. It's us. It's us. Um, it has 2.7 million views. Uh, yeah, it was a performance on Stephen Colbert promoting the color purple. Um, we have an ad right now. Otherwise, I would show you Oprah and Stedman. It is like, it's a slow burn of a video and I'm obsessed. <laughs> no, it's stunning because it's serious and gorgeous, Cynthia Rebo. But the comedy of Oprah coming in and her just... Oh my God, it's so back. good. But yeah, just like watching it like weekly. Here we are. And then we would watch it on Scener and then we'd both just be like... <laughs> For um, YouTube viewers, this is the shot. <laughs> um, I'll actually just insert the entire yeah. <laughs> And now here's a four minute clip. So there we go. We will be taken off of YouTube, but maybe it's worth it. <laughs> Tara, read number one. Oh my God. Number one. Um, this was put on the list like immediately. immediately. Um, it's also something that we've talked about many times before and it will never get old. It will never be topped. And it's Wilhelmine Verkaik's final Defying Gravity. Now, Shar and I actually saw Wilhelmine Verkaik. Um, not this performance, though. No, no not this no. performance. Um, when we saw Wicked on the West End, and like she gave a great, a great performance. Decision. But not this performance. No, no, no. <laughs> we said, like, Defying. Wow. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I don't know, like, what she's doing vocally, but whatever she's doing, like, she needs to continue. Also, like, where is she right now? Actually, I feel like I read about her recently. She's resting. Resting. <laughs> her performance was, like, ten years ago. I feel like she not is ten the, years ago. She is the Dutch voice of, um, like Elsa? Elsa. Yeah, but they're not making another one. That was five years ago. No, but, like, maybe they just, like, need her. She literally... Was she doing Come From Away in, like, Germany or something like that? I don't know. That don't sounds know like doing. I'm making it up, but it also sounds... Correct. That's my riff. You really hit it. Me and Philippe Royal. She's practiced. (laughs) You and Philippe Royal. We're going to do it. Yeah, it's truly iconic. Um, If you've never seen it, here's the moment. Also watch it every single day for the rest of your lives. Yeah, like as do. do we. Yeah, it's amazing. And well, I can't believe, can you believe we hit a hundred? Um, no, because it took us more than the time that we recorded this episode to make the list. <laughs> Look, it was a very detailed list because it is the definitive list. It is the definitive list. Um, I feel like there. Were, I mean, this is an ever-growing definitive list. There's always things we can that always will, add. What happens we'll when we get to two hundred? Oh God, we're gonna come up with something different. <laughs> We will repeat the first hundred, and then yeah, we'll add, 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 add. We'll do a new definitive list. Great. 
Um, we, we should maybe we should keep an ongoing list and add things as our as life goes on. Yeah, we can. I mean, the doc is available. The doc, the doc is is a is a living document. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was our hundred moments in theaters. There's no obsession this week because that is it's a giant the obsession. obsession. Um. But uh, just to say that, like, I can't believe that we've made it to hundred episodes. Our first episode was. Oh my god, what was the day? 2019? But like, what was the exact day? I want to say February. We released it end of January, maybe? Yeah, I think it was end of January. Um, we've talked about this before, but we did a bunch of like tester episodes in the back of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, With, we've like, been the tiny little car. mic. Yeah, like a different it recorder. Needs, like, holding between that was the actually two. the best mic we've ever owned because really? that's a real expensive it's mic. A real expensive mic. Um, and yeah, like we were moving in the car at one point, and then obviously stationary was the correct way to do it. And now we've been doing it remotely mm-hmm. and yeah this is our first episode back together um, i'm sure there'll be more episodes back together um in the future but yeah 100 episodes is is a lot of episodes um it is a lot of episodes it's a lot of episodes so it's a lot of ideas that i don't think we always have so no definitely we don't always have them and it's been a hard in the pandemic specifically i, I think the pandemic was easy sometimes yes sometimes no i think really like Sometimes keeping motivation and inspiration yeah. in the pandemic was hard, but I'm so happy that it was always like a home base that we had to come back to. Wow. Every <laughs> every week, every few weeks. Um, yeah, our first episode was January 30th, 2019. Wow. So we are approaching four years of this podcast. Yes. Because we do about 25, 26 years. Crazy. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 And also, I feel like so much has changed in the last four oh, years. Oh, for sure. Not just with the pandemic, but like career rise for both of us and. Um, yeah, we're both in all three of us actually. Careers, everyone. Yeah. So to find the time and to make the time and yeah, to like have all of these ideas has been insane. But um, I feel like it's just also been a constant, right? Like whatever yeah. else going on in our lives, like we still go see shows. Like I mean, even the pandemic, like we still managed to see some live theater online or whatever. And mm-hmm. I was twenty five when we started this, <laughs> and I'm twenty nine now. Whatever <laughs> that. The Mamma Mia birthday is in the works. It's, it's happening. It was discussed on this podcast <laughs> last year. Um, my, so, yeah. My friend was like, are you doing that? And I'm like, you clearly don't listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, just want to say um, thank you to everybody who has been there since episode one and who and, is still there at episode 100. And and thank you to a new listener who's yeah. popped in at any point. So, um, and anytime that anyone sends us, like, any podcast ideas, like, we're always happy to to uh, do episodes on them. So keep sending ideas. Um, keep letting us know your thoughts on everything that we talk about. And if you see a show and you love a show and you you want to share your opinion, like we love to hear it. So um, yeah, thanks again for listening to 100. Hopefully there's 100 more. We'll see about that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I can make it to 30. In four 30, years from now? 33. We'll see what happens. Maybe maybe we'll be like the biggest. Yeah, we're going to be the biggest. <laughs> The biggest Canadian musical theater podcast? Wow. Maybe. I think that's a goal. That's a goal. I think that's we might goal. be one of the only Canadian musical theater <laughs> podcasts. Um, and if there is any moment that you think should have been on our list. That's really what I want. Because we were saying like two days from now. Excuse like, me. Oh my this God. is the definitive list. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's our I definitive apologize. list. But like maybe someone maybe else has a moment for, this is true. for the definitive list. Um, or if you agree with our moments, specifically like the top five, um, <laughs> let us know. And uh, you can subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd really appreciate it if you left us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And you can also watch us on YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe. 
And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at off 2 BOA Podcast with the number two. And we always love to read a comment or a DM or a tweet. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.